0: This morning, briefly, I want to speak on what I called living intentionally. Psalm 90, verse number 12. So teach us to number our days that we may apply our hearts unto wisdom. Praise the Lord. The Bible says, Teach us to number our days that we may apply our hearts to wisdom. You see, it's amazing that Moses said, to the Lord in this prayer that Lord teach us to number our days and not our years. See, we are celebrating 70 years. All of us, we celebrate birthdays. Five years in marriage, 20 years somebody says four months. And yet we don't celebrate days. Celebrating Pastor Emmanuel A.J.'s e. 70th birthday, and yet we don't celebrate this. But yet, the scripture says, Teach us to number our days. Amen. You see, through this scripture, God is telling us that life is brief, and we don't have to rush through life unadvisedly, as if all there is to life is to get a car, get a house, and, 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 and so every year we are waiting for the year to end so the new year will come. No, no, no. The Bible says we should live purposefully. He says, teach us to number our days. It means that that I have to be intentional about my days. Praise the Lord. We have gathered here today, not just to celebrate 70 years of a life. But to celebrate if we break down his years into days. To celebrate 25,550 days. You see, why you choose it as 70 years is few. You can let any little child count 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 70 is easy. In less than 5 minutes you'll finish. But when I tell you to count 25,550 days. Because 365 times 70 will give you that. Why days and not years? Why is God telling us to number our days? You see Moses had been with God. The Bible says Moses knew the ways of God, but Israel knew the acts of God. So if Moses knew the ways of God, and Moses is telling us who do not know the way of God, that the way of God is that God counts days, then we must know that God has something to do with days. Why? He is called the Ancient of Days and not the Ancient of Years. The Bible tells us that he daily loads us with his benefits. So God is a daily God. The Bible says he gives us our daily bread. The scripture says he will fulfill the number of our days. Do you know that the Bible even tells us even the mercies of God, they are renewed every morning. It's It's a daily thing. Every day there's a renewal of mercy. Praise the Lord. The Bible tells us that he's the God that acts daily to the church as it was supposed to. You see, a lot can happen in one day. Job lost all his ten children in one day. In one day, he lost all his possessions. He lost his wealth in one day. He lost his honor. He could no more sit at the gate where decisions are made. Job lost his servants in one day. He lost his nobility in one day. He lost his place just in one day. You know, this week we heard of a man who used to own a bank and the person is going to jail for 15 years. It's just one day he, he left the house with his wife. He came to the court and they passed a judgment. And that judgment will separate him from his wife for 15 years if God does not intervene. We trivialize everything. But so much can happen in a day. The Bible tells us that the sun shall not smite us by day. He see not the moon by night. He says, not destruction that lacks in day. So so in a day, the sun can smite a person. In a day, the moon can strike. It can be a night season, and robbery will happen and somebody will be raped or something will go wrong. But all seasons of life. God has preserved his life. And it's not just in you, you too, your life. Somebody said, Lord, thank you for my days. Some of us, we have few days. No, no, there was a day I sat down to calculate. And it was a rude awakening to me. I discovered that we, we hold on to bitterness not knowing that we just have few days. Man is but few days old. You've held on to somebody who has wronged you for 20 years, 25 years, when it is just days. My very good friend, my best friend had married his wife. Enjoying life. When he wants to hold his wife, his wife says, oh, it's okay, I'm tired. Oh, it's okay. Hmm. Year one, year two, year three. By year four, he left the house, went to the church, it rained. Whilst he's going home, I think he slept. He fell. I think, I don't know whether they have an argument here and his wife, because the wife's story, she said two different stories, so we don't know which one is true. So I'll just assume that he slept and fell. It was raining, so he stopped the car. Somebody should help him. It was not. He fell down. Died. If the wife knew. That his time with the man was just three years or four years. And even the four years, it may not end. Do, Do you think that she would have behaved better and not hold on to all these little, little grudges? Could it be? Could it be? Could it be that if she knew that she just had that week and that the week would not end and the man she had pledged to spend the rest of her life, she would be with him. Do you think he would have behaved better? Somebody say, every day counts. Your neighbor and say, Every day counts. Every day. Don't waste your time on things that you can't control. Because people's attitude we cannot control. But we can make a conscious, intentional decision how we will live our life. Somebody say, I'll count my days. Please give me Psalm 121, verse 6 to 8. The sun shall not smite thee by day nor the moon by night. The Lord shall preserve thee from all evil. He shall preserve thy soul. The Lord shall preserve thy going out and thy coming in from this time forth and even forevermore. You see, God wants to keep us. In spite of all these things that happens to life and to us. When you survive the storm, you have to thank God. And I want you to know that as we celebrate the 70th birthday of Pastor AJ. Some of us call him Mr. J. Some of us call him Uncle J. Some of us call him Grandpa. You would know that just like his life, the Lord will preserve you. And 70 years is very short for you to exhaust it. And so you don't have time to waste on things that does not matter. 56 million people that every year, every year, And every month, 4.6 million people die. Every day, 153,000 people die, globally. Every hour, 6,000 people. Every minute, 107 people die. And every second, two people die. Yet we are here to celebrate 25,550 days that God has preserved a life. You ought to put your hands together we look at our life and because we don't have a car because we don't have children because we don't have our own house because we don't have this or we don't have that we feel and think god has not been faithful to us what is there to life what is there to your marriage what is there to this this, this, this family what is there to my children brother sister God has been preserving you and your children and has given you an opportunity to keep seeing your children's face till today. You have to live intentionally. In Psalm 89, verse 1, the Bible says, I will sing of the steadfast love of the Lord forever. With my mouth, I will make known your faithfulness to all generations. There are many of us, we don't sing, we only complain. You know, one of the things uh, that, that amazes me about the Ghanaian Christian, we like complaining songs. We like songs that shows that there's an enemy in our life, and brother, with all the enemy, your heart is beating. With all the enemy, God has kept you. See what the Lord has done. It, is, it has not been all glorious, but your life is better than those who died at the beginning of the year, in the middle of the year. Even yesterday, they died. But God kept you. You ought to thank God for your own life. Put your hands together and say, Father, thank you for my life. Whenever you are celebrating your birthday, before you, you do the party, there are three things you ought to do. Number one, You have to wake up in the morning and pray. The second thing you have to do after you have prayed, you have to reflect on your life, how God has brought you. You have to remember the days of your small beginnings. Because sometimes if you only focus on what has not yet worked, you will lose confidence in God. You will lose faith in God. You would would wonder, and the devil is a good devil, I like the devil. I have a lot of respect for the devil. Yeah, you're looking at me. He's the only guy that always comes to set up his office close to you. He knows that he cannot destroy you. And so the devil sets up his office close to your brain. Then he's whispering into your ears, what has not yet worked? And all the time, that is what he does to us. All of us, he does that. Why does the devil do this to us? He does that to us because he doesn't want us to our blessings and name them one by one. He does that because hope, the Bible says, makes the heart sick. He doesn't want you to be happy. He doesn't want you to be thankful. He doesn't want you to celebrate the kindness, the faithfulness, and the goodness of God because when you begin to do that, it pales what has not yet happened and gives you hope. For the future. But my prayer. Is that you begin to have hope for your future. You will not allow this. This this devil who is useless. To set up his office close to your brain. And whisper nonsense into your ears. Praise the Lord. The psalmist says. Teach us to number our days. That we may apply our hearts to wisdom. In other words. Help us to live intentionally because we live by this it means we have to trust God and see things correctly that's what he's saying trust God see things what correctly hallelujah it means we have to have what I call focused faith there's a day a man must make a decision there's a day a woman must make a decision it's a day you make a decision to live intentionally. To live. Stop controlling everything in your life. We all want to control everything. We want to control every narrative. We want to control who our children should marry, who, which school they should go to, which house they should build. Listen to me. You don't owe their life. They don't owe you their life. Listen to me. You own yourself, your own life, and you must live. Somebody broke your heart 30 years ago. It's still in your heart. You will die you are unhappy but if you will number your days somebody you're speaking to me i'm speaking to you now sometimes you feel this tightness around your chest let go of things that you can. i helped this person he could not see you did but there was no agreement that he too will come and help you or she too will come and help you let it go and let god be god indeed in your life Amen. matthew chapter 6 verse 30 to 33 give me message translation please He says, if God gives such attention to the appearance of wildflowers, most of which are never even seen, don't you think that he will attend to you, take pride in you, and do his best for you? next?" What I'm trying to do here is to get you to relax, to not be so preoccupied with getting, so you can respond to God's giving. People who don't know God and the way he works, Fast over these things, but you know both God and how he works. You see, when you follow a leader, you must ask three questions. Number one, does he care for me? When you follow a man and you're married to the person, you must answer that question or ask that question. Do you care for me? Number two, can you help me? Whoever you follow, can the person help you? What does it mean? Can you add value to my life? Number three. Can that person be trusted? You see, Jesus says, I can help you. I care for you. And you can trust me because I value. you." Somebody say, I value. It's Jesus who is teaching us. In Jeremiah chapter 9 verse 23, message translation says this, Don't let the wise brag of their wisdom. Don't let heroes brag of their exploits. Don't let the rich brag of their riches. If you brag, brag of this and this only. That you understand and know me. I am God and I act in loyal love. I do what's right and set things right and fair. And delight in those who do the same things. These are my trademarks. This is God speaking. Concerning your life. That you don't live a purposeless life. You live intentionally because you know your God cares about you. Your God can be trusted. Your God is in your life to add value to it. But how do we live our lives? When we are sick, we don't go to church. When we are looking for a contract and we have to compromise on our values, it's easy. Because we don't live a purposeful life. We don't live an intentional life. We live a life thinking that all there is to a life is that the end justifies the means. And that we have to help ourselves. If you trust God, you must understand that God can choose who to use when to be a blessing to your life. See, I don't have the no person. God can choose anybody to be a blessing to your life. My life is a testament of it. I've met people who I don't know who have just showed up in my life and marvelously helped me. Everything has an expiry date. Relationships have an expiry date. Health has an expiry date. <laughs> Families have an expiry date. There will be a day you'll be disconnected from your family. Children have an expiry date. There's a time you must spend with your children. When that time expires, there's nothing you can do about it. When they fall in love, this thing called, I'm in love. I don't know about you, but it's a strange thing. Oh, me, I will choose who my daughter will marry. See, when they fall in love, your prayer will not work. Prophecy does not change people in love. Two of us. Touch your neighbor. You fell in love. You fell in love. (laughs) There's an expiry data. And so if you have somebody today celebrate the person. I'm thankful to God for everybody that showed up in this church today. I know... You had to go to your church and do stuff. You had very important things, but you showed up. I thank God for you. You know why? Because you value relationship. We would not wait. When he's dead, then we show up. At that time, it's an expiry date. You know why people do big, big funerals? It is to satisfy their personal conscience. When that person was alive, they did not do. One of the things that annoys me... When their parents die, they go and build a house in their village. It's for them, not their parents. I want to give them a befitting barrier. There's nothing like a befitting barrier. Befitting barrier to who? Is it to their dead? No, it is to the living. You are giving a befitting, something that befits your status. But you know you failed with your parents. You failed with your neighbor. You failed with your cousin. Child of God, whilst we are alive, let us celebrate relationships. Because everything in this life has an end. Don't wait, Oh, when I get money, I'll take care of him. Today, what do you have? Spend it with the person that you say you care about. Because a time would come, you will not get... What will you be remembered for? I may not know your story. You can give me every excuse. Or you can decide to make a difference from this day on. That you not carry bad things that are useless. You will not live a life thinking there's nothing to life. You have to be mindful of your body and what you put inside your body. You have to be mindful of your heart and be thankful always for the love of your life. Be mindful of the people God have. Be mindful of the people you retain in prisons in your heart. Be mindful. Live intentionally. You have to be mindful of your soul. You see, Take time each day to find moments in all the chaos and just breathe because this one too shall pass. i like you to live a, a life of determination and resolve that the rest of your days you'll make the most out of it. Set boundaries for your life. Some news don't listen. They want to poison your spirit. But leave it and go and you're there. Don't allow people to come and dump things into your spirit. You deserve better. Touch your neighbor and say, you deserve, you deserve better. And so what do I do? How do I live intentionally? You do that by prioritizing the things that are important to you. You see, we have to get clear on what we want from life and live each day in alignment to what we want from life. We have to make small, conscious, daily decisions about what enhances our lives and adds value to it. Declutter. You know, maybe for life, you know? some people, you must delete them from your life. Brothers and sisters, we need to live intentionally. You see, intentional living is the act of making our own choices before other people make their choice for us. Don't let people make choices for you. I'm not happy with this person, so you don't be happy with that person. Excuse me, it is you who, who is not happy with this person. That person can't be my name. Don't be recruited into other people's fight. We have preconceived notions about people and it's because some stupid people have come to dump nonsense into our head. My prayer for you child of God is that you will live intentionally. You will not allow other people to come and pour their, their, their negativity about people to you but you will live purposefully. You will celebrate relationship because you know that God is a faithful God and you will make your own assessment and judgment about people. The issues that you can't do anything about in your past, even in your present. The things that you no longer love. The things that you no no longer add value to your life. Declutter it. When you allow people to sow negativity in your spirit. After a while you'll be bitter about people that could be the next blessing to your destiny. I may never meet you ever again. But if there's one thing I will leave with you. Please be intentional. You only have one life to live you calculate your years now in days if all you will live on this earth is 70 years how many days are you left with someone say lord teach me to number my days so what do i do, do if god will teach me to number my days number one write this down i have to be intentional about my choices my decisions my actions my habits my routines Number two, I have to be intentional about my commitments, my conversations, my community. My commitment, my conversation, my community. What do I mean? The people I surround myself with, if they won't help me, I have to move on. Number three, I need to define my priorities and goals. Philippians 3 verse 14, he says that, I press on towards the mark for the price of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. It's time to, see, it's time to define your priorities. What is important to you? Number four, you need to invest your time wisely. What do I have to do? Invest my time. You see, don't take too much on you. You see, don't stretch yourself too much. Don't say yes to everything. Learn to say no. You see, be intentional with your life and spend it in a way that it aligns with your priorities. Number five, strengthen your important relationships. When life gets busy, it's easy to take the relationships you have with others for granted. We forget or we neglect making the effort to connect and spend time with the people who mean the most to us. But in this season, focus on the ones that are mutually supportive and find ways to distance yourself from people who are just drawers and do not add any value to your life. Make Thanksgiving a lifestyle. Every day, thank God. This young lady keep thanking God. She comes to church and thank God. Say, so we close church. Somebody says, How much do you spend per week? Is it per month or month? Per month. The person says, How much do you spend per month? Is it my mother's children? No says, how much? says, I'll pay for it. When she was going to school, she did not even know. She just trusted God. She started thanking God for first getting admission. She came back to thank God that somebody had paid her fees. Free ride. Somebody gave her a ride. She she just was thanking God the whole week. Now somebody's paying for her whole month. She says, the person says, I'll pay every month for three years. Child of God. This is the God we serve. Live a lifestyle of thanksgiving. Thank God for the good. Thank God for the bad. When some people exit from your life, just thank God. Wherever you are, I like you to close your eyes. I like you to pray. The Bible says, To the living, there is hope. Close your eyes and pray. My God, I thank you. I thank you for the lifestyle of praise. I thank you that from this day, I will be intentional about my life. Teach us to number our days. From this day, we will number our days. We will number our days. Because our days will be days of glory. To be days of God's kindness and faithfulness. There are days of evil. A lot of things are happening in the world. But thank God that as for you, you will experience exemption. God will preserve you. No matter the story, you will come out stronger and more healthy. You will come out more glorious. In the name of Jesus, somebody pray.